We're back. We're back. But we're still at home. We didn't really leave anywhere. We We didn't go anywhere. We didn't go anywhere. (laughs) We really didn't. We didn't. It was, I, it's, this week was the week of many feelings on my part. I definitely had that meltdown. Like when you're like, what do you want for dinner? And I was like, I don't want any of it. Yeah. So we ate frozen uh, pizzas, which is okay. We never do that. Through a fit. Hey, welcome to Opinions That Don't Matter. I'm your host and this is kind of a fill-in host. I don't know. No. We couldn't get somebody else to come in. I'm Sean. This is Katie. Hi. And yeah, I already said the name of the podcast. You You can find us anywhere. Leave us good reviews. Five stars only. Thank Uh you very much. uh You can watch on YouTube. Um, Yeah. Every episode is uploaded to the YouTubes. Just got to hit the subscribe. You can watch. You can listen. You can do all those things. You can leave (gasps) comments. You can tell us what grinds your gears. There's a lot of things to follow. We have a lot of segments. Merch is coming. Oh. Yeah. We talked about this. All right, cool. You act shocked, but all right, that covers the basis. All our well, we're shameless done. promoting. That's it. Yeah, that's the end of it. Good Time stuff. To all right, it's a wrap. Good night. <laughs> all right, so here we are. Yeah, um, back at it. Another week, another podcast, another quarantine. Yeah, yeah. It just feels like I'm on a treadmill with all the videos that we do and all the different things. And today, Sean's feeling overwhelmed. Not overwhelmed. Yeah, you you enter this space where everything agitates you. Oh, and you get overwhelmed. Yeah. And Could I get be my it. addiction to caffeine. I don't know. No, it's no. It's your like we all have our strengths, right? And Sean's strengths are coming up with ideas and, and starting projects. I'm no, good starting at projects. You're, no one's good at complaining. Everybody sucks at it. Anyway, um, but you're good at like starting projects, coming up with ideas, uh, all that stuff. But what Sean, like one of your weaknesses is managing more than one thing at a time. Yep. We covered it last week. Remember? Did we do that? We I did. Yeah. We, I, talked, we about talked about you rubbing your eyes. I mean, like, oh, yeah. but maybe I should see somebody about this. <laughs> call Barry. You should be doing phone sessions, by the yeah, way. I'll probably give Barry a call now that we're getting back to normal. Yeah. I mean, normal. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's going to be, I it, believe we're getting back to normal. Uh, yeah. Not really, but uh-huh. sure. Sure. I got to bring the energy up. I mean, oh, I was, okay. I was today's all hammered not my on day. Uh, Nespresso last week, and now I'm just like, oh, hi. Well, today's a. I I'm honestly, um, I was sharing this on my Instagram stories. I think I'm like hungover from the amount of work I had to do yesterday because I didn't drink yesterday, so it's not a hangover, not an exciting hangover. Like I wasn't like partying. It's more like a brain hangover. Like when I woke up this morning, I was like, ugh, like it was like hard. Because yesterday I filmed two videos. We did a goofy TikTok and I did a podcast to ask Katie anything. And then I had to do these other clips of videos for things that are coming in the future for World Mental Health Month or World Mental Health Month, Mental Health Month. Um, So I'm just like wiped. Yeah. It'd be nice to have um, everything organ. Like I have this dream. I've always felt this way. You have a dream? Mm -hmm. I have a dream that one day all my organized tasks are organized and they just I do a very bad job at organizing yes. and prioritizing. And so what I end up doing is chasing my tail nine times out of 10 and I'll, I'll go down the rabbit hole. I'll do this task. And I think uh, a lot of this has been exacerbated by technology and I don't want to blame anything because those are my natural tendencies, but technology for some reason seems to be amplifying the, these feelings that I have. So mm. I love you, but, um, I always love things that start like that. No, and I'm not blaming you. So, you know, this is well, good because I do a lot more work than you do. So yeah, I no wouldn't blame. say that. But <laughs> what I would say is that um, you are kind enough to have gotten me my first smartphone. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's been downhill ever since. And it's not your what, fault. But you'd still have your razor? Yeah, probably a flip phone. I was <laughs> actually considering going back to a flip phone just because of that. I, I really feel I, like my grandma has one you can have. <laughs> your grandma's a hip lady. She probably got an ultra thin one, real sleek. She pulls out. No, it, Hello. it remind. they're just those generic. It reminds me of one of my first phones. She has like an old Samsung. I don't know if it's Samsung. I have no idea what it is, but it's it's an old flip phone. Like mm. there's no way you can text on that. You have to do like one, two, three. You know where you hit one, the buttons two, a bunch of cha, times cha, to cha. get the right the the right letters right um but would you agree that um I, I think technology helps i think the problem for you is the fact that you don't have the ability like i put things in my calendar that i need to get done and then they get done right you aren't very good at that leading a structured life yeah or making a I list sh- i should have just been in the military a list. like i think that's a oh, skill that set helped you maybe i think so i think like um i probably wouldn't have dated you though no, but like for my own well-being, <clears throat> excuse me. Do you think you'd be like super intense then? Hardcore? No, Hardcore. I'd still have the same hairdo. <laughs> well, you can't change genetics, yeah. can you? <laughs> um, no, but I think for me, life is overwhelming all the time. Like I feel like there's a, always a fuck ton of things I should be doing. Always. Mm-hmm. But I have to prioritize. Mm-hmm. So when I look at a list, I'm like, okay, what should be done first? Or what what has the earliest deadline? And then if that thing is too big to accomplish today, I'm like, okay, well, what can I get done today? What's a, a, a normal amount that I could accomplish? Like, for instance, when I'm preparing a video, I'm like, okay, today I'm going to read up on this or I'm going to structure the video, depending on what it is. Then the next day I'm going to do the outline. Then the next, you know, so I just break it up into chunks. Yeah. Um, and it's like for you, because I'm doing that the pre-work and you're doing the post-work so it's like okay um like even just the other night you forgot to ask katie anything comes out before (laughs) my opinions that don't matter and i was like no no so like getting that into your head and then like we need to have a day that we record the aka and a day we record this and then you know that next day is the edit day for that Mm -hmm. um yeah you know i don't know i mean i know that sounds really simplistic and there's a lot more that we're doing katie i'm an artist and i need to be a free thinker and um i can't be uh, constrained by the mm. uh the scheduling apparatuses mm. and and I short feel, leashes feel, of technology do you know what short, i'm saying i feel i need it. to create the world is my canvas oh mm. i know you mm-hmm. probably heard the saying the world is my oyster but yours is a canvas mine is a canvas and, and i i paint with colors that other people have not seen oh, before. Oh, you're so esoteric. Oh, my God. You know? Oh, God. I mean, take, for instance, last week, and I was inventing my own just colors. Just get out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, you know that new green that I invented? It's uh, green mixed with red. It's pretty cool. It's called brown. Yeah. I made it poop. with my poop. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately for you, we don't make enough money for you to have an assistant that makes sure you get your shit done. No, I know. So I you know. can't paint with poop colors. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> paint with all <laughs> the colors. What were you drawing on the wall with? You know when kids do that? Uh, Isn't that crazy when little kids do that? They get this idea that not only are they going to make a dookie. Not all, not all kids do this. It's actually no, a I mean, sign of something bigger. Like little tiny kids. You know, like in the crib, you know, you poop and then you smear it. Not, that's actually not very common. Hmm. I mean, sure, kids, kids do stuff, but like for a child to reach into their diaper and then want to smear it on the wall. I mean, I don't know, parents out there, let me know. But I've actually never had a parent report that happening in family, in uh, even in my office, unless there's like an issue. Mm-hmm. A lot of times kids will do that if they're on the spectrum. Some of them have like, uh, 
I don't know why. Um, also children with any kind of like oppositional defiant disorder or just self-regulation. Um, okay. Yeah. So, so no, so no poop play. Okay. That's good. That's gross. It is really gross. It's gross. <laughs> but me they're out kids, just thinking. you know, whatever. I mean, kids do. Anyways. Kids are kids, and they'll do whatever. But it's just not that common. Remember, we covered it in the last episode too. Like uh, things I don't want to have kids, and yes. uh, that would be one of the reasons because they, you know, there's poop all the time, and like I know as a parent, you probably get used to it—the vomit, the puke, the oh the, vomit. The, the I can't poop, do vomit. The pee, oh. you know? Yeah, but uh, I feel bad. Remember uh, Christian, our buddy, oh Christian. Uh, yeah, we have a friend. Uh, we call him Swiss Chris, Chris the Swiss. Yeah, good guy. Uh, a big giant Swiss uh, person and yes. uh, never wanted Swiss to have kids. German. But he never wanted <laughs> As ways lead unto ways. He, accidents he, lead into accidents. Does he have two or three? Two. He's two. Two, boy yeah. and girl. Uh, but we were at that pizza party. Oh my God, you guys. Kids. This is so funny. And, you know, Chris, how does Chris talk? What's a Swiss accent sound like? It's uh, like German. It's like, yeah, he's a big like German, German guy. Swiss. German, French, Italian guy. Yeah. So, He's explained he's like, to us. Don't about, have kids ever. Yeah. Ever ruin your life. Don't have them. They, they take the life force out of you. <laughs> what? What does that mean? Uh just watch. So we're we're sitting there, we're chatting. Yeah, everybody's eating pizza. Kids are happy. Hey, little kid is They're running, running around. around like maniacs. And he was running around. And you know what it was? And I didn't realize it. Did he have candy? No, but you know when you take a soda bottle and you shake the shit out of it and like the, it foams up? That's what that kid was doing. Well, kids do what he did all so the time. So he ran around with a belly full of soda. And Chris picked him up. And pizza. And he uh-huh. booted. But he didn't even give Chris, he didn't give Chris any warning. No, he, he looked gleeful. He was so he excited. He was like, hi, dad. And then he picked him up on his, and he sat him as he was trying to eat pizza on his plate. He had a couple pieces of pizza and he just ralphed onto his plate. And onto Chris. Well, yes. But like he, the I think the intended target was the plate. If there was an intended target. No kid should ruin And Chris pizza. was like. What did he say? Not this is over or that's done or my life is over. No, he said it's well, that's ruined or something like that. It was very Chris. It was very funny. Yeah. Anyway. And then they had to go uh, have the kid change his clothes. Chris had changed his clothes. Mm. It was (laughs) right after he was was like, don't have children. And then his his boy comes up and like Ralph's on his pizza. (laughs) (sighs) All right. Oh, and then a funny story. Sean isn't very social, but every so often we'll have his friends over or he'll go out or whatever. And one night he had Chris, the Swiss, um, and Nichols, was it Nichols over? Anyway, two of his friends came over and they were going to watch like a fight or some football game or some shit. So I bought like a bunch of uh, cheese and meat and beer and I don't know, just shit for them to eat. And Chris brought a whole baguette. Mm Mm-hmm. And you he's guys, very European. He ate like a whole baguette. He's super slender, like a, but he's really tall. Would you say he's dreamy? No, sorry, Chris. <laughs> I'm like, I'm it's just not teasing, my type. Teasing. You're my type. Yeah. Um, oh, so I have, short I have a funny and, story. Uh, no. Anyways, he ate that whole baguette and like I swear to God, like three pounds of uh, salami or whatever the kind of meat we had, and all this cheese. Yeah. And he drank. He brought his own like twelve pack of beer and drank all the beer. Eighteen pack. He was he, he polished them. It was crazy. I was like, "Do you have a hole in your leg where all this just runs out the end?" It was the cr- man can drink and eat. <laughs> oh. But yeah, to see him polish up a baguette and it was it was like a long French crusty loaf. Yeah, right? and it wasn't like a skinny one. It was no, like no, a no, wide, real, like a thick, like the real the real deal. Yeah. Anyway, it was very it wasn't funny. A batard, it was I was a, like, man, I sh- I think I went out and got more food or something. I was like, shit, I didn't I didn't equate that 
you know, I don't know. I like wasn't prepared for that amount. It was a just man's really got to eat, Katie. A man's got to eat, Mister Leahy. Um, but funny thing on the on the topic of like my type. Yeah. So the other day I was um, I've been watching. Let's get Gr- to the bottom of this. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've been watching Grace and Frankie because it's a great show. And back in when I was younger, like I say little because I was probably like fourteen or thirteen, I had a crush on Ethan Embry, the actor, and he was in. The one with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't hardly wait. Mm-hmm. Also Empire Records. Mm-hmm. I loved him in both those films. Thought he was super cute. And it's funny because he's on Grace and Frankie. If you don't know, he's Frankie's son. His name is Coyote. Anyway. And I was looking at him and I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. You guys look a lot alike. And I was like, wow, I guess I do have a type. Joke's on you. I am Ethan Embry. (laughs) (laughs) But isn't that funny? Yeah, that is I was like, wow, like my 13-year-old crush and I like married like a (laughs) lookalike. The watered down Ethan Embry, you know? No. It was just, I clearly have a type. That's what I meant. Like, so it was funny. There you go. He even has like reddish hair. It's really funny. He's a calico? He's a calico, just like you. What happened? I don't, I was told when I was a kid that I had, or I know that I had blonde hair as a kid. I know. I, I was I, told. I never, I can't remember what it looked like. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's been so long since I've had hair. I'm no, he sneeze. had blonde hair. So if I, I'm not going to rip it into oh, the mic. Oh, don't. But yeah. I'll rip it in that direction. Rip, you're going to try to, Sean sneezes are like you guys blow your eardrums out. They'll learn. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got it to go away by looking into the lights. Though, so oh, lights make it come out for me. Isn't that weird? Hmm. But anyway, hmm. I just thought that was really funny. I was, it's I funny because the lights make it go away for me. <laughs> see what i did there i, I did see what you did right there. <laughs> but i um i just i don't know that blew my mind yeah. i was like oh my god oh my god you looked at, it was oh yeah but back to me anyway so yes back to um you. the calico look yes. in my beard and i i noticed this with my family members it's like red and blonde now a little bit of gray red and, blonde it's dark and brown down. yeah and and then like real dark in front and you know where that comes from? I guarantee it. Where? You guarantee? My parents. No. Um, <laughs> Jeans. Jeans. Genetics yeah. are real, man. But my grandmother's a Swede, mm-hmm. straight off the boat from Sweden. Mm-hmm. And um, all the, the Swedish men on that side have that color. And then when you look at the hockey playoffs, see how I brought oh, back the, the hockey? Swedes? All the Swedes have like mm, a, a calico beard. A little red as opposed to, they're not blondes. I mean, some of them are blondes. Yeah, some are super blonde. Yeah. Um, Not but, that I'm tracking a bunch of men in a hockey league or anything for their <laughs> hairstyles. And they, you just notice, you know? Man, the 80s hair that comes out of hockey, these, oh, like, it's, glorious. it's so the intense. Flow. The the mullet, The mullets <laughs> still are very popular in the hockey. I'm going to make you a promise. Mm-hmm. If for some reason they, in, they invent some sort of way for, like, bald people to get hair back, then I'm going to grow a mullet. That's fine. And I'll make you another promise. Oh, if I like I get all these a wig, promises. Yes. A wig. Who wants That's to wear a, a mullet. wig? You know how sweaty you'd be? <laughs> There's no way. But no, I wouldn't be able to go back. It's so freeing. After you get out of the shower, first of all, you just go, and then it's gone. All the water's gone. You're, you're dry. You wouldn't grow hair if you could? I, I mean, you can grow, grow hair, let's be honest, but like you I just gr- have a bald I grow, patch. Uh, yeah, like a, what's it called? A horseshoe? <laughs> You have, you have several styles. You can either be bald. You can do le comme over. You can do the uh, le horseshoe. Le horseshoe. My no. dad had a horseshoe. I, it's like sprinkled on top, but it it's it just grows not, in much more than he's letting on. But it's not. It's definitely not like solid. Not pleasing across. to the eye, madame. 
<laughs> I mean, you do you. You always ask me, like, do I like this beard or goatee? And I'm like, whatever you want to do. Just don't do mutton chops. That's all I ask. About 10 years ago, I Handle came to the conclusion I really didn't give a shit. You know what I mean? I was like, whatever. There's bigger fish to fry out there. You know, I don't have to worry about. Oh, your hair. hair you yeah, let go yeah. of it. I see. I mean, it's to the point where I don't even have eyebrows and I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm like, whatever. You want to draw them on with a Sharpie? But I will tell you this. Sometimes I see guys on TV that are real brazen about their hairstyles. And I'm not talking about the comb over. I'm not talking about no, the, the bouffant, like the no, pompadour. Oh, not hmm? that. What? The people who have tattoos on their head. Now there's two types oh, of yeah. tattoos on your head. There's the uh, person who wants to pretend that they have hair. Oh, so that looks get, terrible. It really looks silly, it right? It looks ridiculous. It looks like you, someone took a, a ballpoint pen. And I don't fault you because I, I understand the not being confident like about yeah. your hair, you well, know? People have, in the same way, body image, right? Yeah. People get bothered by it. Women have thinning hair too. I think it's more acceptable for a woman to put on a wig. I think it's more acceptable for a woman to have uh, tattoos like on their eyebrows to like cover it, you know? Oh yeah, we do but like when the it comes to a man, microblading or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Mm. But when you start tattooing the top of your head with like funny little hair dots to cover yeah, it in, that's, it's a, I don't think you have to do that. Uh, and there was what was a um, wait one more thing uh-huh. the other style of tattoo mm-hmm. is when someone goes crazy and has like they follow a hairline but then they've got like the designs it's design. very cool it's awesome i think it's very cool can i do it I mean, i'm gonna run it past you because we do whatever you want because i know you never will <laughs> just call me out uh-huh yeah, my fear of tattoo not yeah. fear but sean's like i would get one this is forever you guys we've been together what 11 years he, i have two tattoos and sean has none and for the longest time, he's like, I just don't know what I would ever get. Well, you know what? And then the other day, he's like, I just couldn't commit. I mean, I would get one. I just can't figure out what it would be. And yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'll mm-hmm. tell you what the truth is. It's because if you have tattoos, and the Jewish people know this, you don't get to go to... Prison? No. <laughs> I know. You can't be buried in the Jewish cemetery. No, you don't get to go to Disneyland if you have tattoos. Um, so that's why they don't do it. I think actually now it's a little different because I've it? been there with seen dads with full sleeves and stuff okay well but i hate disneyland so yeah no, i'm kidding um, I, I don't think no that's but true. uh but anyway anyways i admire the men who do that and i, I saw a dude cool. who had like a little swirly thing like a superman um curly cue done you know he had the whole nine yards wow. and i was like tattoos are cool i, I mean know. but they're, they're cool to for it's like art some are cool well, some, some are, look like a little kid, you know. Well, I mean, it depends a, on what your look is. Because some people, like, they like the rudimentary look of tattoos. And that's, true. like, purposeful. Like the Ed Hardy uh, sailor tattoos of the 1920s, 1940s, sort of. Oh, I didn't think about that. that. I was just thinking, like, some people like them to look like they were made. Oh, geez, Louise. How is this happening? Do you burp Water. all day long every day? Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They call me gas bag. Gas bag. Uh, senor gas bag, your table yes, is ready. That's so nice. Merci. Okay. Um, oh my God. Remember that question that Hank had asked us? Uh, you guys, I was, I'm horrible at trivia, especially ones that like Hank and John Green put together. Cause like they live in a totally different sphere than me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they asked all of us edutubers at an educational event, like two years ago at VidCon or whatever. They were like, what, um, there was like a series of like six questions and I think I got two correct. Yeah. Or maybe one. You had a couple, right? Well, in U- way, USB, I knew was, I, I was trivia. like universal storage, but it's bus, bus, universal storage bus. But I was like universal storage. 
Booty. I don't even know what I said because B, if it was D, I'd be like device or right. something. But I was USD. like universal storage. Uh, and he's like, say something. And I was like, book. Or I don't even know what I said. And so I couldn't come up with it. But there was a question at the end. He's like, no one has gotten this correct. What is the, what's the guy's name? Lita? Petonar. 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 And he was like, I what's think. the Petonar or something? And Sean was like, oh my God, I know that answer. And it was when I was already leaving because I was like, fuck, I don't know. Hank, you stumped me. I'm good. I'm terrible it was the bonus this. round question because yeah. no one had gotten it. Not even John. And if you guys know, John's great at trivia. And Sean's like, oh, I know that. And Hank's like, seriously? And he was like, yeah, it's the guy who used to fart at parties or whatever. And I was like, what? Do you want me to refresh your yes. memory? All well, right. we refresh their memory because I don't even know. So I'm going to get the, uh, the time wrong or the year wrong, but mm -hmm. I'm going to say like 1860s, 1870s. Mm -hmm. Could have even been the 1890s. There was a man, a gentleman of high society in France. And um, I don't think he came from money, mm -hmm. but he certainly had a skill. I mean, skill, it's loose. From you guys. a young age, he uh, <laughs> discovered that he was quite um, flatulent. How you say flatulent? How you say gas bag? In, in French. <laughs> <laughs> and so this French man from France um, rose to the, the highest levels of society with his talent, which I think is wonderful. And he would what go to parties talent. and rich people would, you know, have dinner and then clap and for the entertainment. And then the man would come out and he'd bow or whatever they did in that you know Who era knows? and he would be Curtsy. dressed in the nicest fineries because he was making great money at it. and he would come out and he would fart like songs and the alphabet and he would and it would go on for like he would do a whole how show he, how do you have that much gas in your body and also not like have a shart happen i don't know he's probably a politician <laughs> Oh, I get him every time with that one. But, um, um, but anyway, isn't that gross and hilarious? I it's think like, it's great. It's akin to like someone burping for their, you know, like mm -hmm. the alphabet. Like my uh, my well, cousin you know used when to burp wanna, the alphabet. When you want to burp, you have to suck the air in yeah, sometimes so, to fake it, you know? like So you, maybe he could suck it in his bubble. I bet you he was swallowing air through his ass. Wow. And then he would, when he felt it, he would just then. <laughs> but I have a, I have a book. The reason why I know about this guy, right? So. Sean's uh, a big fan. In my, I have a book with this man in it. In my Is it earlier twenties, mm -hmm. yeah, okay, the big stink. Uh, God, we get on the weirdest topics. Uh, in my twenties, I like you know I was looking at counterculture uh, literature. There used to be a lot of magazines that were around, um, you know, cool music, but they're underground magazines. Okay, and yeah, this, yeah, yeah. This one was called Lounge, and I picked it up because. Um, the whole uh, uh, book or magazine issue revolved around cool music, lounge style music. Mm. Um, I think you still have it on the book. I case, still don't have you? it. And I was like, I, I feel like I've it seen it because the book or the the magazine issue was all about a magazine a book absinthe. <laughs> the alcohol oh, that has. Um, I did a research study on that, like not a research study, and a paper in school about the psychotropic effects of wormwood in mm -hmm. absinthe and yeah, what that, and what that can do to you psychologically and why it causes what it causes it was it's, very fascinating okay so let's talk about because i didn't know what we we're going to talk about today but we've stumbled well, you on never good. finished so that's oh, in the lounge in the lounge thing. Episode, so they talked about all this music episode, that is yeah. um uh lounge style like you mm -hmm. know when you're just chilling mm -hmm. um and a lot of it revolved around the wormwood uh absinthe culture which was kind of a a craze in the late 90s but was um, this guy involved in it or something there's a whole article on him and the photo that they use for him it's a, it's a vintage photo so it's got to be the 
1880s. Anyways, um, he's bent over. He's wearing this beautiful suit, but he's bent over and he's got a big like his smile. Like ass out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, my God. He's, anyway, he's, Hank blew, was his mind was blown that Sean knew this. And that was actually, I think, one of your first debuts into YouTube. Like, uh, Sean hadn't been on video on YouTube at all, like, ever. And Hank wanted to film you. And you were like, oh, like, as soon as Sean always does this, because he's always been behind the camera. Well, it's because I have a face for radio. No, you do. Fi- it's just you being awkward because you're not used to it. Yeah. So when Hank's like, hey, I, can I film you? I, let me get the camera or whatever. And Sean was like, oh, immediately, like, regretting that he even opened his mouth. But it was so funny. So you were in that video. It was very cool. Random thing. Random thing. Um, oh, so yes. absinthe is oh, yeah. a very, very strange alcohol. Um, I've never had the real stuff. So if you guys know, like when you purchase absinthe at the store in America, I don't I'm sure other parts of the world are different. Actually, I know it is. But in America, they can't have wormwood in it because it's a halluc- It's like a hallucinogen of some sort. But all absinthe is, is... Um, it started off tastes like black licorice yeah in in europe uh they were fortifying alcohol with flavors and they would take a lot of herbs a lot of european liquors it's very herby and you pour it over a sugar cube it was like a certain way that you had it yeah so you heated it up didn't you no no okay so they would fortify the alcohol with a bunch of herbs and then one of the things they used to add in for a little extra kick is a thing called thujone and it would be found it's an active chemical compound inside of wormwood which is a it's a, a root yeah and it has psychoactive properties so and just this like, is uh they showed it in uh sorry to cut you off in moulin rouge was the first time as a kid that movie that i knew what apps like i saw it and was like oh my god that's what that is right. and that's what spurred my like interest in it and learning about it and a lot of artists back in the day, like Picasso, isn't that why he cut off his ear, they thought, or something? There were yeah, all these so, like speculations around it because it was almost like the the hot drug slash alcohol of the time. As I'm getting older um, and the more you read about history or the more you consider. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Gas bag. Are you okay. hungry? Yeah. Uh, Sean burps when he's hungry. Uh, Okay. Welcome so, to my world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a sign. People said that they don't mind your burps. I know, but so. I, I don't want to burp in people's ears. <laughs> so <laughs> I get real close to you. Hello. Can you hear me? And then, okay. Mm-hmm. So, but throughout history, you know, you have these great artistic expressions that happen. Mm-hmm. Inevitably, as far as I can tell, they always happen when it comes to drugs. Uh, yes. Or like when there when there's a drug craze that's fueling it. Which is so really whether unfortunate. it's disco of the 70s, cocaine. Yeah. Uh, whether it's well, even our, uh, fashion, because I love fashion. If you guys mm-hmm. don't know this about me, because you probably don't, because I don't talk about it. Um, I love fashion and follow fashion a lot. And Mark Jacobs, um, who I used to love back in the day, like his stuff was something I would hunt on eBay like a motherfucker trying to find things. Um, anyway, he when I was in college, he had this great. It was like a great line. Like I forget if it was fall or summer. I don't even remember what it was, but it was like a great line, and. Then word got out that he was like really having an addiction problem, like to drugs and alcohol. And I don't know exactly what, if it was like Coke or heroin, I'm not sure. But then he went to rehab and this is horrible, but he came back out of rehab and his next line that he created was fucking horrible. You guys, it was hideous. What was it called? Sunshines and poppies? No, 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 it was just terrible. And my friend Kim and our other friend Gary were talking about it because they're both into fashion as well. And our friend Gary was like, fuck, man, he's got to get back on the drugs. This shit is terrible. No one's going to buy that. It was like a funny, like you could, you could literally see from one season to the next, 
it was it was wild. Anyway, I felt I mean, bad. You'd like, never have. Uh, you can be against drugs, and that's fine. Uh, I'm not for or against. So I think it's up to the individual to determine what they want to do. But you would never have um, the Beatles' Sgt. Pepper's album without drugs, without experimentation. And so I, I think it, it does if, open. It opens certain. Um, but something should be closed. Like, I don't I think, think so. I, I, I think, think that it like fucks a lot of people gr- up. Well, some people and some a people lot it doesn't. Of people absolutely it does. But some people it doesn't, and I think a ton of great artwork was created because of these mute, you know, this chemical but I think, muse. I think it'd be fine to not have that artwork and also not so have. So going back to problems. absinthe, mm-hmm. um, the reason why we have Monet, the the painter, abstract painting came about abstract painting, and I could be wrong. This is opinions that don't matter, but because I realize um, our bananas are in the frame, <laughs> because uh, wormwood, mm-hmm. what it does when you ingested it. It messes with your system, just like any drug. Instead of seeing sharp lines, you see fuzzy lines. Mm -hmm. Instead of seeing colors the way they traditionally are, they're more enhanced. And so you can see that directly in a lot of these paintings. You look at Van Gogh, but the downside is it also slowly poisons you like any other Hmm. hard drug. Maybe not all hard drugs. I don't know. But it slowly poisons you and drives you mad. And so Van Gogh- That's why he cut his ear off. He became super depressed. People go crazy cut his own ear off he mailed it to himself i mean it's well and that's the thing is like i sean and i have very differing views on like drugs and uh acceptance or non-acceptance of them and i wouldn't say that i'm like against drugs but i'm very i'm super reserved because the the things we we don't i i'm sure there's more and more research all the time but the, the shit it does to your brain depends like, what it is i mean but i'm just saying i'm just blanket statementing mm-hmm. like like I'm never going to do cocaine. Right. You shouldn't. I've never done it. Never going to. But see, it's just then that's not... one of your heart. You're like, oh, no. But then wormwood, it could poison you, make you go crazy and cut your ear off. Uh, maybe. I, I just feel like once you open those gates in your brain or you've changed, let's say, not just the chemical makeup, but drugs can force your brain to dump. Yep. So like uh, ecstasy and stuff, it'll dump all of your feel good, all of your... Uh, ser- you know, uh, dopamine. All or at once. Epinephrine. You got all the feel goods. But it's but all, the downside and then you're is out. you got them all at once. Then you're out of it. Yeah. And it takes your body One so long. One hell of a party, I'm sure. Never tried to it. Because re- you have like, I haven't either. I haven't, I mean, I'm such a, I tried to do a drug video a long time ago. It was awesome. And I'm such a, a neophyte or like a. If I could correct you, not a neophyte, but you did sound like a narc. Uh, excuse me, my man. <laughs> Where did I buy a lid of grass? And, and I'd rather be a narc. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Um, hey, do you mind if I, I keep take my a shit together? Your, uh, uh, I, don't I don't even know what you call that. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, but I just feel like the, the effects of the brain, like I just couldn't, I don't know. It's too, it's too high a, a price or too much risk yeah. for me to, to try to do that to myself, potentially not knowing what the outcome would be because you always hear, and I'm sure they just make these, like they talk about it more because it's like, let this be a lesson to you. Yeah. But you always hear about someone like, doing something once or twice and like fucking losing their mind. Sure. But I also think that um, in order to scare people into not doing drugs, mm-hmm. you'll have sensationalized stories. So you'll, well, you'll hear said, about like, the that, worst case. Let that case. be a lesson to you. But yeah. I, I do think that the one thing I know through research, not even like opinion, mm-hmm. is that we we can have a genetic predisposition for a lot of mental health issues and have that never be triggered. 
So like, let's say I have schizophrenia yeah. in my family yep. and I am like at a 25% more like uh, increased risk for mm -hmm. it, but I just never have it triggered. But if I'm like experimenting with drugs, you best believe that's going to trigger something. Oh yeah. Sorry. I was just checking the record. That's yeah. Okay. But that's just my, like, so I I'm agree. like, mm, I don't want to, I'm, I'm happy as I am. But I grew up like during the, uh, during a time where North America specifically, I don't know what it was like, um, yeah, other in parts Europe of the world. Or, yeah, I, I don't want to pretend like I understand what uh, Asia was doing or Europe, but I do know that in Canada and the mm -hmm. United States, and especially Canada, because that's where I spent my formative years up until my early 20s, and um, the Canadian policy, I think, was heavily influenced by the American policy, which mm -hmm. was basically just say no. And ours, yeah, yeah. Well, it was it was brought about by uh, under the Reagan administration, right? There's a there was a war on drugs. They mm -hmm. knew that cocaine was here, and I don't want to get in the politics of it. Uh, there's allegations that you know uh, the CIA was running drugs in. Well, we know they were um, not running drugs, but we know they were experimenting with like LSD and stuff. I did that whole video about like. Uh, We've just been Operation Midnight Climax. Um, all Operation Bouncy Bouncy. No, no, it's, it's the worst name. Operation. Operation hi, 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 but who names these operations? <laughs> you always think that these operations that they do are like um, going to be something highbrow, like Operation uh, Stratosphere. No, it's no. Ap Operation Jump Out of the Plane and Shit Your Pants. You well, know? no, there's like, the M the MK Ultra. They that's a pretty it. cool. That one. was the big study. Anyway, the um, if, if you I don't joined know, a gang, I'd like it to be called something cool like that. Not that I'm going to join a gang at this age, but you know. Okay. 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 <laughs> anyway, MK Ultra. <laughs> anyway, there were lots of studies where we knew that the government was using drugs to figure out what it did sure. to people, and that was really fucked up. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so yeah, the war on drugs. Blah yeah, blah blah. It just hasn't say worked. no. The, the the war on drugs. I was going to say. Well, they don't talk about the mental health component. They're just like, just say no. No, I think they try and scare you about the mental health component, but, or, or with the mental There's health no treatment for that. Like, right. it's really hard for people to actually get treatment. It's like, oh, we have a homeless crisis. Let's just get them off the streets and feed them. And I'm like, we have a drug problem. We have a mental health crisis. We have an addiction yeah. problem. Anyway, let's not get into that. No, that's someone else's that's, show. It is someone else's <laughs> show. It's like, Dr. Drew talking about addiction or something like that. You know, like I, it's just not it's something not we thing. can get into. No, okay. I just think that, you know, it, it's just a, it's a risk I'm not willing to take and I'm happy to be a narc. Mm -hmm. I'll mm -hmm. be your, you know. Hey, did you want to do what grinds my gears? Um, Yes. Or did you want to do something else? I have a grinds my gears. Okay. I don't have what grinds my gears, but I do have something else. Oh, and then I have a funny joke. All okay. right. You lay it on okay. what grinds, grinds your gears, uh, mademoiselle. People outside exercising, not wearing masks, don't have a mask on their person at all. Oh, you mean the people who ride by and cough? Mm -hmm. Like they ride right next to you? They actually or? did cough. We're not making this up, you guys. Sean and I went out for like a short walk through the alleyways slash to non-populated streets and had people riding by on bikes, sneezing and coughing. What and drives like, me crazy is when people uh, ride like up from behind you. So I, I don't even have a chance to put to, my mask to on put my mask or, on or move or out of the way or do or, some social distancing yeah. no you ride by and you're a ride by coffer and someone should flatten your fucking tires well the thing that, the thing that's <laughs> gonna be interesting you, i'm gonna flatten, flatten your, tires. your tires well i okay so it pisses me off and i'm angry about it however i know that there's going to be this wave of like public shaming of people who aren't yeah. distancing wearing masks that we're already seeing it and i don't like that i just but it's understandable because people aren't fucking listening. You're not, You're listening. not listening. It's a joke from um, <laughs> kids in the hall. Brain candy. Brain candy. Baby. Yeah. 
It's on, it's it. on YouTube. You can watch it. Um, you're not listening. It's, it's a drug. drug. <laughs> it gives your ex-girlfriend worms. It's, it's, you're not listening. They're comedy skits, you guys. Well, it's ridiculous. Could this drug perhaps uh, give your ex-boyfriend worms? <laughs> you're not listening. It's a drug. <laughs> he just keeps repeating it. So it gives your ex-girlfriend worms. <laughs> you're not listening. So Sean and I now it's become a thing in our house where that's probably the most annoying thing that they're going to hear on this. Podcast. It is 100% Sorry about that. the most annoying. And you had to go through the whole thing and that's fine. But we do it all the time to each other. We'll be like, they're not listening. Like we can't get over it anyway. Um, but people aren't listening. They're not listening. They're and they're out listening. in the fucking streets. Uh, we saw people just chatting like neighbor to neighbor, just standing in their driveway. I was like, rage. rage. You know, who's not practicing social distancing Who? and i guarantee this is happening you swingers gar- you are probably and are probably having swinger parties still i don't know i mean they've talked about uh, swinging from a social distance you just wave at your neighbor's wife from across the room i mean just just <laughs> like take care of business on your own or bang your own spouse and just get over it exactly now's not the time for selfish stuff no offense if you're a swinger out there i'm not oh no you do hey different strokes do what man. you do you'll do whatever you know whatever floats your boat yeah but that's what grinds my gears. People right. not taking it seriously because it's just, I'm already frustrated just like you. Yeah. Stay in your fucking house. Or if you want to see someone do like a social distance, both in mask type of thing. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Cool. I dig it. Anyway, I that's, that's my grinds good, my grinds gears because we finally got out of our house for two walks, short walks. I consider them a victory because they were half an hour apiece. Yeah, we felt pretty good. Get a little sun on your face. That's when you know you've been sitting on the couch too long. When a half an hour walk, you're like, I'm, I'm a little sweaty. Yeah, Sean was like, we got to go back in. One <laughs> I'm a little day, in, winded by in this In your walk. defense, it yeah. was really hot that one day. The UV index felt like knives on my skin. And he did get a little, level. he like got 11. a little red. <laughs> 11. It was, it was like eight or nine. Someone put me in a microwave with my tender, tender, clear skin. <laughs> well, we've been inside for so long. I know. The only light Honestly, my have you ever seen me this off pale? of a screen. Yes, you're always that pale. No, sometimes I'm tan. <laughs> Hot little secret. Um, this video is not sponsored, but we do have a product coming in later Ooh, this week. Oh, Saint-Tropez. Saint-Tropez. So we're, I, Look like you're in Saint-Tropez. Feel like you're in Saint-Tropez. But you're really Smell stuck. like a bag of raisins. <laughs> Fuck, what is wrong it's with a, self-tanner? It's supposed to not smell. That's why I got this one. It's supposed to smell like watermelons. You can send a probe to Mars, all right? You can put people on the moon, allegedly, but the, self-tanner... Smells like raisins, and I'm still bald. Sean hates it. Why can't you invent something back to hair that will make my hair grow? We can go to Mars. Uh, We can put a tan on, but we smell like raisins. So now I'm a bald guy with a tan. Priority, Smelling like raisins. Is that what grinds your gears? No. You got really incensed. I'm just joking. No, but the reason it's a chemical that actually makes a tan gradual and look natural. Raisins? That has that smell. Mm. But this is apparently, it doesn't. I read many reviews and a girl on Instagram that I follow, Jessica said that she liked it. And so we're going to try it. And we had a gift card. I'm down. You know me. I'm- It'll get here on Friday. So this, by the time you guys are listening to this, we might already be tan. Sweet. Ooh. I dig it. Eee, Cause I am so. I have a couple of stories. Also about though, I worry about tan. I worry about getting tan cause of, I have to have moles removed recently. Mm-hmm. Check, get your moles checked. Everybody go to the dermatologist. I'll check your moles. Go Not to- you at home. I'll check your moles, Katie. <laughs> All right. Uh, instead of what mm-hmm. grinds my gears today, I'd like to do a what pleases my ears. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Because lately um, like I've been some stuck news? inside the house. Mm-hmm. And yeah, good news. Things that I like hearing. Okay. Um, music wise. This is a speed round. So oh. I got to make something up. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Led Zeppelin. 
It has. It's been a lot, you guys. It is. It's a little too much. good. I like Led Zeppelin. I always have. Never been a massive fan. Always liked them. However. I know what you're going to say because I've heard it like 7,000 million times. If I need to get pumped up. Yeah. I put on Led Zeppelin, the third album, Led Zeppelin 3. And man, (laughs) I could bounce off the furniture. I could run around. It just gets me i've heard that song so many times even right before we started this he i heard it when i was in the bathroom he's like hey oh i don't want to i'll ignite Sorry, it I was, but but you will do a good podcast today you but know, he talks I, to the google machine i don't want to it'll start talking back and he's like play led zeppelin and i was like oh god here we go again gets me going so that's what pleases my ears mm. also um Hearing you talk with your grandmother on the phone, for some reason, brings me great joy. Oh, really? Not that, like, why wouldn't it bring you joy? You may ask yourself at home. The answer is, it brings me great joy just because your your tone changes. You know, you're talking to me all the time, Mm -hmm. so I know... You know, regular me? I know Katie. Yeah, versus... Some may say I know her well. (laughs) Some may say. Uh, But when you talk to your grandmother, it's a whole different persona. And I like that. And it's, it's really fun. It's like... I don't know. She brings something out in you that's that's uh, that's really uh, brings me joy. So, mm-hmm. well, it's just I think with her. Pleasing. Well, first of all, it's I, I soft talk to my grandma. I don't like. Do you know? I don't know mm-hmm. if that's even the right way to describe it. But like, I talk to her and she asks what we're doing. I try to explain it in the best way I can because she doesn't always understand. You don't drop mm-hmm. any f bombs. I know that. No, I don't cuss because well, even if I do. It doesn't, she doesn't like it. She won't like get mad. She doesn't like reprimand me. She's never been that kind of a person. Right. But when my papa passed away and we were all of us cousins and um, remember I had to go up to the house. Were you there for that? Or do you stay? I think you stayed. Yeah. <clears throat> With my mom. Anyway, went up to her house and we were talking about who was going to talk. And I'm not, I am a crier. You guys know this. So I was like, immediately I told the guy who was going to run the service. I was like, I can't be the one. And my uh, cousin Tyler was like, I can do it. You know, and he's so calm. He was calm. great at it, by the way. Yeah. He's so calm. I like to collected. He yeah. He and Nick both did a good job. My brother did a good job. Um, but anyway, we were just cussing and going on like, Oh, remember that shit when blah, blah, blah. And my grandma. So she's just listening and she's sitting there and she does this with her hands a lot. And she's like, so you guys, I like all of that, but just no cursing, please. Papa would not appreciate well, that. Yeah. And I'm thinking, first of all, Papa would appreciate that. But also, it's, that's not the time to cuss. No. No one's going to do that. And we were like, of course not. I don't know if she really believed us, but it went off without a hitch. Nobody cussed. It was fine. No cursing. I was like, okay. There's a time and place. We talk mostly about food. Just as a side note for mm-hmm. the audience, I'm mm-hmm. trying to clean up my cursing in general. Why? Well... There's a couple of reasons, but... Is it a crutch? I think that, yeah, there, there's a couple of things. One, when I was growing up, I never heard my grandfather cuss. It's a whole different generation. I know, but I, I didn't realize. And then when I asked my grandmother about it, uh, she said, well, when he says fuck, then you know he's really, he means something. Oh, you know? it means something, yeah. Yeah. And so that made sense. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And I, I've always kicked that idea around, but I don't know, I... I'm, I'm, I've got a filthy mouth, so I, I just let it fly. However, in certain circumstances, you can't do that. And yeah. you have to be able to... Like when I'm on the news, I can't just be like, fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's fuck this shit o'clock. Welcome to the news, people. Yeah, things yeah. are fucked. Fuck, fuck, fuck. 
fucking they'll be shit. like we lost her feet i'm not sure <laughs> where's the dump button Beep. Oh. um i would you know what oh my god harriet would die i shoot I, my publicist she it, would kill me it'd be pretty funny though it would be funny sometimes there, i wish if i had like there's a, a time to drop it it would be now. during the coronavirus and on yeah. the young late like, season well fuck boys here we are <laughs> um yeah that'd be really but, funny so there's that you know i i, I think about in business Although we, technology in, is not that way. Like, no, 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 no. Everybody I, just, cusses. I don't like using it as a crutch. Mm, and sometimes mm. when I'm struggling for a word, I'll just throw in mm. something that is inappropriate because it, it, you know, anyways, um, so I'm, I'm trying to clean it up. And I noticed in the comments for the podcast, some people, you know, and just it's, it's like this in life. Some people don't appreciate it and that's fine. So um, I'm just going to try and use it when it's appropriate. And then you'll know I mean business. Mm, okay. And I I'm probably won't be change. able to hold it out. No, you shouldn't change. I'm not going to change a damn thing. So just get, I don't, you can keep those comments to yourself because our opinions don't matter. Yeah. And yours don't either. Oh, oh. I think the audience's opinion matters. It does. I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but I just, I I've never been the type to be like, oh, I'm going to change who I am to please X, Y, Z. Cause yeah. you can never please everybody. I think I've been online too long to think that I can please everybody. Um, and if you don't appreciate cussing, you don't have to listen. No, and it's not that I'm trying to uh, please them. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's almost like an exercise that I'm, I'm trying out for mm -hmm. myself. It well, probably won't work. I'll probably screw it up. By I mean, this I didn't cuss at all until my junior year of college. I remember the first time. Okay, so two curse <laughs> words that popped up when in my childhood. Uh -huh. um, my family and I were going on, and my sister. I guess she's part of my family. <laughs> hey, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> that was like some sibling rivalry that just popped up like Freudian in the back. Anyways, so we were driving down to, I think, Cape Cod. As as per usual. And I'm going to guess it was the sixth grade mm -hmm. or the fifth grade. Anyways, uh, one of my buddies in class had a Run DMC album. And so good. Man, so I had good. never heard anything like run dmc this was my introduction to hip-hop mm -hmm. and it was glorious <laughs> but we're driving down the street um going to cape cod and the cars uh, the cassette is in the car tape deck <laughs> he drops out a big motherfucker in the line mm -hmm. right and i was like did you freeze you're like shit yeah i was shit, like oh my shit. god oh my god i've introduced this sort of language into now i'm not pollyannish they when I was younger, they had Delirious, Eddie Murphy Delirious mm -hmm. on a VHS tape. I know I they love swore. that we got to introduce that to someone. I know. Eddie Murphy Delirious. We talked about it on a previous podcast. And then we got a comment from someone who grew up behind the Iron Curtain, which if you don't know, that's... In China? Well, or... China. Well, it's, Russia it could be Russia. It's like communism. Communism. And typically the Iron Curtain was the Eastern Bloc countries in Europe. It doesn't matter. Anyway. Um, but he grew up there and he'd never heard of Eddie Murphy Delirious. And I was like, what? Oh, oh yeah, because didn't Robert Kinsel grow up behind the Iron Curtain? He too? did. Yeah. yeah. He was, I was like, there's a Czech. lot of countries that were. He is not a Slovakian. He is a Czech. Czech. Mm -hmm. But anyway, that's. I think. I thought that I was really cool. Let's get the mix um, So. Yeah. Uh, so you heard that and you were like, I heard oh, that no. and I was like, oh my God. And no one batted an eyelash. I was like, I guess it's not that big of a deal. Another time. Oh, see, I my mom would have lost her mind. Oh, yeah. We did could not listen to stuff like but that man, when I was a kid. You listen to Run DMC and it was so good. It's it was so such a good album. Chumamamons, chumamamons. <laughs> it's so good. Um, yeah, cursing's interesting because I didn't cuss at all and, uh, until I met my friend Kim, not your sister, but my friend from college. Um, I was so 
it, it's interesting. I, I don't know. I, I like this conversation because it's something that I talked about in therapy back at that time. Because I grew up in a, if you don't know, in a pretty religious household. And I wouldn't say your house was religious. It's different now. Way oh, oh, different. Oh. So I grew up pretty strict when it came to like, like I didn't drink at all. The first time I ever drank, there's one time in high school that I, maybe two total that I drank. Mm-hmm. Never did. It was just, it was a lot. And I never cussed and like everything was crazy. And so super strict. And not even like my mom was pretty strict. It's not that my mom was like a crazy strict person, but it was like religion, like boom, like call that an iron curtain or some shit. Cause that's real. The weight <laughs> of religion is like, Oh, and so as soon as I Behind left Jesus's cloak <laughs> behind uh. Jesus beard, I'm not sure. We'll, Where do we'll, you we'll, want we'll, me to look at the priest? We'll workshop it. Uh, Sean is Catholic, grew up Catholic. I grew up uh, Christian. So anyway, um, it was really strict and I, uh, never it was like i was pent up about it i guess is what i'm trying to get at so that i wouldn't cuss and mm-hmm. it was like i had no way to healthfully express myself yeah and I remember my therapist saying well if it makes you feel good to be like fuck this shit or or that son of a bitch or whatever jump in jesus christ on a pogo stick everybody look at that person over there that's crazy oh, i know those are stupid con- like man i made up a lot of stuff like that because you have to like have some ex- exclamation or jesus mary and joseph <laughs> <laughs> but you can't even use the Jesus or God like oh my god. No, that's pretty rough. It'd be you, like oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh gosh. That was even tight. My mom would be like give me the side eye. Right. So anyway, long story short, I think it was doing me more harm than good. And in my people friend, swear about what they're uptight about. I don't and, really agree with that, but okay. I know you say that a lot. Well, uh people who settled America, mm-hmm. Puritans, right? And um, they're very hung up about sex. So English people typically, um, when they swear, uh, you know, fuck. That's really the only one. Dick. You know. Uh, Is that a cuss word? Dick? I mean, well, <laughs> I mean, I could I, I could throw out some. But you, think of any swear word that you have. And typically it's. it's uh, Sex related. Se- sexually oriented. Hmm. Jeez. That was poor English. Um, and then you look at the Francophone culture. So we're going to have a little French lesson here. Oh, yeah. You get to learn um, like tabarnouche. Well, in the, the French culture, what are they hung up about? At least in Quebec where I grew up. The church. The church. And Religion. so it, you could go over to your friend's house and if he's French, he could call his mom, ah, you know, you bitch, you go fuck yourself. You know, you, you heard these things that were like, it was kind of acceptable to use Jeez. English curse words. Uh, at least where, where I was growing up when With I was With your mom? Up. My mom would kill Yeah. Me. Are you kidding me? I'd... I'd be grounded for anyways, yeah. but like you talk to your mom like that. You My say something about Jesus or the church and you look at all the words that they're hung up about, like call this. Well, that's it's the chalice. chalice. That's the yeah. cup. Call you know? this. Tabernacle. Uh, tabernac. the, the tabernacle. Tabernoosh. Yeah. That's so my you, favorite. Instead of saying, you know, damn it, you say, dang it. Right. Like a little offshoot. Oh so yeah. Like gosh. In French, like. Gosh, uh, dang it. Instead of tabernoosh. saying tabernac, you say, <laughs> you know, tabernoosh or tabarouette, you know, or tabo. I don't know. Anyways, it doesn't matter. It's just his, interesting. His, cussing, like, his, his Quebecois cussing is a little rough. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of you funny. Know, like, it's interesting, like how, how people curse. Yeah, but, you curse about what like is what is taboo, what is verboten. What's taboo, yeah. yeah and I and, agree with that, the taboo. But for me, I think it was more of a control factor. And it was mm-hmm. like hindering my ability to express myself or feel okay being me. And it was very relieving to cuss. And now oh, yeah. I definitely, I don't think I use it as... Good to- 
I don't think I use it go. as a crutch, but I do cuss a lot. Mm. I, I, I mean, I'm, I have a fine vocabulary if I wanted to be like, well, that was really ridiculous. And the thing that you did is stupid. And I, you know, I could like express it in a, in a very flat way. Anytime we, we go down in the marina, uh, Katie is like, uh, these are my people. Hold on. Hey, my man, why don't you go fuck yourself? Huh? Where's the fucking, you know, like you really throw out the curse words when you're, you're around sailors. No, that's not a good joke. That's not a good joke. I was so confused. I'm like, Marina, when have we been to Marina Del Rey recently? Uh, the sailors. Yeah, you're with your people. Oh my God. Yeah. No, no, those are not. Swear like a sailor. Isn't that the same? That is the same, but that was a, uh, was a, was a long roundabout way to get to it. I know. I don't know what's wrong with me today. <laughs> Jeez, you just took it all the way from that's a bad joke. I, know, I should workshop it. I'm my arms it. crossed. I'm telling I bad know you jokes. are kind of interesting with the arms crossed. You got to hmm. relax, man. Okay, enough about the cussing. Okay. So if it bothers you. Sorry. I, I actually am not sorry, but this just might not be the podcast for you. And, yeah. But I will be aware. It's duly noted. Maybe you can be the uh, the cussing Sherpa that will guide these people from the land of oppression <laughs> into... Uh, well, I would be interested what people think about it because that's actually the reason that I curse today. Like that therapy slash my friend Kim being like, well, when you're upset, what do you say about it? And I was like, oh, good. Like, goodness gracious. It was like stupid. Like looking back, I'm like, oh my God. Kim was probably like, that's wow, That's a cool Katie. form of therapy. I mean, you just, you're you're the cursed therapist. Yeah, you just Not cuss cursed, it out. but curse. Curse. Yeah, the like swearing a, therapist. It's almost like going to the, one of those rage rooms. It's like a place to go just go cuss, cuss just it out. Drop it all. I wanted to go one of those rage rooms, but, but now I don't know if those, I'm sure those will open back up, but it'll be difficult. Okay, <laughs> so I have a couple of things to talk about. Yeah. Number one, thong, 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 thong. <laughs> Feel free. I'm not going to do the translating. <laughs> I'm going to probably get it out of order, but I found the funniest thing on Instagram. Sometimes you just ever hit the jackpot and you're like, oh, oh it like it's amazing. Anyway, okay. so I follow this uh, meme account. I think it's called Danny Dandy or Dandy Danny. I don't know. You have to request to follow it, which is what spurred my what's grinding my gears from way back. Where I was like, why are meme accounts private? It's so stupid. Anyway, but I follow this account and it was uh, a guy saying a word in English and then having it translated to French. And so on Google Translate. So yeah. you know when you go to the screen in one box, it shows you put English. She goes from one box to the you, other. Yeah. And this person isn't saying anything. They're hitting the little thing that's like a microphone and so you hear the voice do you want me to tell you what it is in english and then you can say sure. what it is in french sure okay okay mm -hmm. so your this is what he enters the first word your don't 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 uncle don't don't <laughs> mose don't <laughs> the lawn don't <laughs> And then it says your uncle mows your lawn. And then it's like, yeah. Anyways, it's, uh, I've been no, doing your, your, no, it's tuna. Oh, tuna. Your uncle mows your tuna. Yeah. Sorry. Cause tuna's not don't lawn. Don't. I'm like, wait, that's not, uh, you're yeah. like, wait, lawn is not, tuna I was like, don't. Yeah. So anyway, and, and it's yeah. it, it made me laugh so hard. And I'm doing French lessons, if you don't know, through Rosetta Stone right now. It was just so funny. It really. So do do yourself a favor. Go to Google Translate. Turn the speaker on mm -hmm. and say, your uncle mows tuna. Mows your tuna. Mows your tuna. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Mows your tuna. There, there's the other one. So many. <laughs> what I like is that I somebody died. somebody's doing that 
they're creating a, a little skit and then they're uploading it to Instagram. And, and it's, it's hilarious. Funny. I, oh, I swore. I, I lasted all of 45 seconds. Hey, good, good, good on you. Good on you. Thank you. It, it's like therapy, really. It's a release. It is. See, mm. that's yeah. the thing. That's why I do it. But as long, I mean, I always have felt like as long as I can use my vocabulary properly and I'm not just like leaning in on it where I don't have any descriptive words, it's just like, oh, that fucking shit. Like that's worthless to me, but you can use it. Yeah. I don't want, I, I'm worried about sounding like uh, Ricky from the trailer park boys. <sighs> I mean, you're never going to sound like that. He doesn't even speak English properly at all. <laughs> he's yeah. a Newfie. He's got a strong accent. He's not a Newfie. He's from Nova Scotia. Oh, Nova Scotia. You're right. They're from, they're, they're Scotians. Scotians. Is that what they say? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. We have some Scotians in our family. Yeah. They used to not be Scotians, but now they- Do you know they... what uh, Nova Scotia means? New Scotland. That is correct. Ding, 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 Yay! ding, 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 ding. I had so to we... use my brains for that. Yeah. I was like- I love mm. geography and names. When you look around like- Like Newfoundland? Uh, Newfoundland. Newfoundland. <laughs> and then below Nova Scotia, you have New England. Mm-hmm. So New Scotland, New England. Because the New England. Yeah. Yep. Because they just come over. It's really you interesting. You know what's really weird, though, and I don't, I'm not really into it, is New Barstow. <laughs> there, that Next to Old ex- Barstow. They Sean just renamed loves, it to sell has real a, estate at a higher price. If Sean ever has a joke related to going to some place or. That I don't like. Yeah, it's always Barstow. He'll be like, Katie, I'm going to take you on a great vacation. Pack your bags. It's going to be all expenses paid. You're going to have a great time. We're going. Wait for it. And in my head, I'm like, it's Barstow. Barstow. They always says Barstow that. Salad. And if you don't know, if you're not from California or have no idea what we're talking about. It's not a bad town. No. It really, it isn't. Barstow I just, is I like. I joke because it's, it's a crossroad. In between Vegas and here. Yeah. Right? Isn't that what you it's, go through? It's yeah. It's like a trucking a, town that like it's part of yeah. the route and. We always stop There's to get food there. It. It's just like a stop and go town. And I'm sure who, hey, if you're from Barstow, let us know if there's cool things to do there. We would gladly go. Oh, you know, but, it's big up there. Honky Tonk. Oh, you want to go to Honky Tonk I night? I do love Let's a go hon- to Honky Tonk night. Honky, but when would that? Honky Tonk, 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 What's wrong with us? We should be ashamed. It, it was But what so- do I care? We're sitting in our cramped little apartment. Yeah. On day uh, number 40 something of quarantine, yeah. and we've been out three times. I'm getting a little silly. Sometimes Four. I'm a little depressed. Four, two drives, two walks. There you go. Hey, yeah, it's a little depressing. I have, yeah, today was kind of like I was tired, like I said, but I don't think I'm necessarily depressed. I'm more anxious. Like my eye started twitching the other day oh, and I was like, oh, the no. eye twitch. Oh, no, no, things are bad. Shit is bad when the eye twitches. You know what? Uh, that's why I was doing yoga. I was like, I gotta stretch this out. Some. If something's my butthole happening. is twitching, that's when I'm like really. That's edgy. too personal. Keep that to yourself. Oh, did I say butthole? <laughs> you know, you said that's one of Sean Sean joke. <laughs> one of many. Uh, oh, get ready. One of many okay. bad jokes. Okay. So the don don't 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 don't. We did that one. I like that. Then. Okay, so we're watching Homeland. We're hate watching Homeland. Correction, because <clears throat> it's it's terrible and we hate it. However, but I'm easily swayed. And yesterday, I called my friend Sean Nichols, friend. and I was like, "Hey, dude, can I get your opinion on something? <laughs> Does the TV show Homeland suck?" And he said, "He's like, no, dude, it's, it's amazing. amazing." Wait, hold, let me. That's do how his voice is. <laughs> Yo, dude, it's it's amazing. It was funny. Sean's Yo. like, "Hey, somebody is on the phone, Katie. Say hi to them." And he's like. Hello. And I was like, oh, Nichols, I haven't talked to you in so long. Like I knew immediately his voice is so distinct. He, um, he his register is. It's is so, another, it's so low. He, I can't even though he do. doesn't sound like Sylvester Stallone, they have the same. Oh, they um, do have the same. The yeah. same rumble in their voice. Yeah. Like, uh, yo, uh, Except for he's yo from Adrian, Boston and but Sean's he's like, from yo, New York. Uh, St. Louis. I'm like, yeah. <gasps> I know. 
I was like, I haven't seen you in so long. Yeah. How are you? And he's, he's like, when can we guy. start seeing each other? <laughs> he's going, he lives by himself. He's going crazy. <laughs> no, you know what? He lives with a dugabor of a, uh, oh, that's not a nice term. Um, he, he lives with no, a. No, it's, it's not a bad term. No, but it, you're making fun of people when you say like dugabors are real people. Unbeknownst to me. Yes, we learned until, this. But let's not get into that. That's another story. That's if you it. want to hear about dugabors. Let us know. I'll add it to my list. Um, anyways, I didn't mean to offend anyone if they are a dugabor. When I grew up in you as it's well. It's actually my dad. Yeah. People are using it as a derogatory term for like someone who's slovenly or whatnot. Anyways, Sean Nichols lives with somebody who He's very slovenly. Uh I have I've never met the person, but Sean is like, this is not the roommate for me. Mm, and that's terrible. At least he has a roommate right now. I guess, but he so I, I don't think they necessarily get along, but the person, you know, the type of roommate could be a lovely person, but they're grimy as fuck. They're so dirty. Oh my god. So he's like this dude, it's just killing me, you know? And well, like, his girlfriend before was super dirty too. So he's like, shit, man, mm, why do I keep coming around to these dirty people? And I didn't realize how clean he was until, not that I thought he was dirty, but like I never thought he was like super clean at keeping a house. Yeah. Until he started getting roommates and like moving out. <laughs> and I was like, oh, but you realize that about yourself. And I learned that in college that, I mean, I already knew I was like a clean freak because, you know, super type A, definitely more on the anxious spectrum. Um, yeah, but it like breaks you of, well, you have to realize what you can control and what's worth it and not worth it. Like the best advice my mom ever gave me actually when Sean and I were getting married was- Don't date Sean. No, she, she loves you. <laughs> she loves you. She was like- I just uh, Hey, Carrie. She said, be careful about, it was something to the effect of, you can't p- pick a battle every time. So be very cognizant of which ones you pick and why. And so um, that's been really helpful for me. Cause we had a talk the other day when you were like really snappy with me all day. And I was like, there's a million times a day I want to yell at you, but I don't. So I'd appreciate if you do the same. <laughs> I okay. listened. He, you did. I nodded. He, he did. And said, fair enough. Mm-hmm. And I took it on the chin and I was totally fine with it. Cause sometimes you just have to listen and not be stubborn. And man, it hurts to swallow your pride sometimes. It's hard. Even, and I think that's part of being on this lockdown is, is learning just a little different way to be empathetic, like on micro, not microaggressions, but micro scenarios, because everything is so. Well, yeah, because it's um, like everything could be so passive aggressive if you let it mm-hmm. because we're sharing such a small space. Like it's I'm like, really mad at the government right now. And I love I love living in the United States, but seeing some of the things that are going on during a time of crisis, you're like, come oh, on. Oh, yeah, like all the. Can fra- we just not all adult right now? I know. Why do you have and not to try to fra- be fraudulent? And yeah. And do just, stuff just with, some of the. We're talking about like the loans and the. Uh, given it to big business anyway we don't need to get into that but we've been very frustrated if okay. you're a lakers fan you should probably dump your team yeah they took 10 million dollars i don't know how many millions of dollars but that's people. not a small business no so i uh, think they're giving it back but the fact uh, they that should. they tried to shame. take that money shame and they i don't know if they have given it back shame is right mm-hmm. because yes you may be relatively small business where you have employees like the the, the part-time employees who work the games totally get that However, but they have a shit ton of cash and they're no, still they have making a shit ton of cash. Yeah, they're still selling jerseys. Not only do they have a shit ton of cash, but they have the ability to get loans from outside sources, yeah, right? Which small businesses do not, if you no. don't realize this. Anyways. So, anyway, okay. But what rant I, over? Ran, because, okay, end of rant number one. Rant number two, um, back to the homeland discussion. So, oh. so Nichols said that he liked it and we were like, oh no. And I was like, I think he's wrong. <laughs> Because I still hate it. Sorry, hardcore. homie, you're wrong. But we, we I love will you. give you this. Claire Danes does have some great moments. Because I said to him, I, love I said, Claire you know Danes. what? I don't like her in this show. It's a little yeah. too much. He says, 
Yes, but have you ever seen someone play a manic person that well? And, and, I thought, and the truth is she does a good job. I even wow, said that. is she ever good? I said she does play the mental illness correctly, yeah. which, you know, I'm always nervous. But I'm always nervous when they bring a mental illness into it any kind of show because mm-hmm. i'm like uh they have to be so careful and also it's just one person's experience i'm sure they you know anyway the the that's not even my topic the topic is when in the first season or second season i don't even know and if you're going to watch this just don't save yourself the time and he films one of the guys uh, nick brody films his like suicide bomber uh video in a storage locker yeah and sean and i were like well how is every storage locker location not like with a CIA agent on staff. Cause like you always see some shady shit going on in some storage lockers. Oh, Let's I see where you're going with this. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, what scared the hell out of me with storage lockers and what? why. So if you don't know, I'm a Frady cat. Um, <laughs> certain things like if uh, you jump out of nowhere, uh-huh. thanks Joe, my old roommate, uh, oh, who yeah. Sean learned is this. So easy to scare. <laughs> I'll give you one example of this and I'll, I'll get back on track. You'll see where okay. I'm going with this. Okay. Um, I was living with Joe and one time I went to reach into the closet to grab my jacket to leave and Joe was at work and all I felt was an arm grab me and pull me into the closet and I was like, ah! Sean, I, Sean could go out to take the trash out, you guys, and I'll wait right in fr- like right inside the door and then when he walks out, I'll go, boo, and he's like, ah! he's yeah. so jumpy. So I'm a total freaky cat. For some reason, it's <laughs> fight or flight. I have been in some fights. Were you, were you traumatized? Are you like hypervigilant? I don't know. I just like, <laughs> I there are, know. there oh. are some people who are fast. Hussein Bolt comes to mind. You know, the guy who I know who he is. I'm fucking faster than him. If I get scared, like it's not true. He freezes you choo! guys. No. So, <laughs> so I'm going to go back to why okay. things that scare me. Um, so I had lockers. a job ooh, around 2000 and that job required me to go to um, a storage unit once a month and if you've ever been to a storage unit in the u.s or canada Mm -hmm. i would assume they're the same all around the world but you never know um typically they're in a uh, industrial park of some sort and you go in and they've got roll-up garage doors they have outdoor ones and indoor ones this one was an indoor one Mm -hmm. so you walk down a hallway and the lights come on as you go and they go off behind you Uh and you're always thinking i've seen horror movies where like Something like this is going on, you know? You're now, always like, we're always thinking, or you're always thinking. <laughs> we said, all are thinking the same thing. Like, I'm going to get murdered in no, here. No, I've been in storage. I've put things in storage over summer. You don't get in nervous college, by yourself. I don't get nervous at all. Oh, get the heebie jeebies. Also, I don't go at night. Like, what are you, a lunatic? I okay. go in like the middle of the day. Yeah, but there's no one ever in there. You never see anyone else in the storage. Yeah, you, you do. No. You see oh. the person at the front who goes like this. They don't either. He's mimicking like he's cutting his neck, you guys, if you're just okay. listening. But but I've what, seen people at the storage you know locker all the time. Why I'm scared of them? And I, I thought about this. Because people are making their, their terrorist films in there. Well, yeah. Like in Homeland. Yeah. And also, <laughs> if you've ever watched Silence of the Lambs and I, how the I've storage it, unit plays a place in it. That's why I don't watch scary movies. I why love scary I? movies. But, but then you're like jumpy. That's why I'm traumatized. You should stop watching scary movies. That, Join my club. Well, called, they don't have any effect on me anymore. I've I've been overexposed to like horror films. I, I've seen everything up I until just always the, tell myself the, the late 90s. Someone's then, filming this and they know it's going to happen. This is all bullshit. That's what yeah. I tell myself. Yep. Anyway, storage facilities should have a CIA agent on staff. <laughs> is that the end of your story? Yeah, they that I get scared in storage mm-hmm. units. And because there's always shady shit going on there. 
Like, you know, if someone is taking a drug shipment, they're not leaving that at their house. They're putting it at the storage unit. Mm -hmm. You know that the storage unit is being as a, uh, used as a meth lab somewhere in the, the desert. Well, they have to have electricity to them, and most mm -hmm. of them don't. Yeah. But you everything's know creepy. No one keeps their deep, darkest secrets at their house in a lockbox. No, they put them they in put a, put a storage, storage unit. Mm -hmm. Say it with me now. Storage unit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I made a note of that because I thought that was ridiculous because I was like... Anybody coming to the storage unit in the middle of the night, first of all... making a terrorist tape. It should be closed. You shouldn't be able to access in the middle of the night. That's a good point. I don't know if ours... Our gates would close at the one that I had uh, when I was a sales rep and I had all that stuff I had to keep there. I think it would lock up at like a certain time of night. I don't know. Because I knew I couldn't access it before 8 a.m. the next day. So I think they were locked, which is how it should be. Only creepy shit happens in storage units. Anyway. We should be watching that more what closely. What the hell are we talking we about? We should be watching that more closely. We should be. And then. I think that'd be a waste of resources. So it's just a bunch of perverts with shitty porn that are, you know, locking it up there. It's not. Well, they usually have cameras. They should at least have like CCTV. Yeah. I bet you Bin Laden had a fucking storage unit in he probably Islamabad did. or something. He probably does. And that's where he kept his really dark secrets. <laughs> not that he's a terrorist. None of the terrorist shit. The, the other stuff. Yeah, I'm like, saying, Chris, you got to burn the house down. Yeah, like maybe he was really into some weird. Who knows? Anyway, okay. Next thing. <laughs> Next topic. Jess. Sean did not know how to use a pillow. Oh, you didn't tell my secrets? <laughs> I didn't think you I thought I was going to get away with it. I thought if I just talked nonsense for like an hour, you would never get around to this. Don't tell anyone this. Why you, why you got to do that? Well, it's not so much he didn't know how to use a pillow. I mean, yes, it is so much he didn't. Well, it's like for pillows for sleeping, I never understood... Sean has, he'll put like two or three pillows under his like back slash head. So he's like sitting up like General the elephant area. man. It's very weird. And I was like, maybe that's comfortable for him. Like, whatever. I'm not judging. Who cares? And, but then he started talking about how much his neck hurt and he would. Within the last. And he started uh, snoring, which you never used to snore. Month and a half snore. to two months. I've, I've gotten really sore. Well, it also we're in quarantine and the stress and stuff. But anyway, so the other night he's, it's like Sunday night, I think you were like, my neck has been hurting. Like, how do you, how do you, uh, sleep at night? What, yeah, what you position? said like, what, what position you do? Like, what do you do with your pillow? And like, how do you make, make it comfortable? Cause I was like, Oh, I'm fine. Like I'm actually okay. Turns out he's putting his pillow under his shoulders. So it, it's like, is that not how one pillows? I mean, I'm interested. No. Cause the, now, because we had this conversation, I'm like, no, you, you stop the pillow, like right at your shoulder. Okay. So it supports your neck and head, but I'm curious. I want to hear from you in the comments. How please. do you use a pillow? Because, I'm not going to Google that shit because we're going to get a bunch of weird things. I'm just curious. Uh, how, how do you use a pillow? <laughs> well, I... Uh... <laughs> I mean, but it's just for your head. And then, I mean, I'm a side sleeper, so I put a pillow between my knees as well. Like oh, I have I my tell own a quick, system. A, a quick dirty joke? It'll take two seconds. I don't know. Depends um, on how dirty. My Aunt Margie, when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, kinky versus, yeah. She, she turns me up. We're in the kitchen and... and my family's, uh, they're always making jokes. It's funny. Yeah. And she turns to me and she goes, hey, hey, Sean, you know, turn around. I said, yes. She's really funny. Too. She says, uh, do you know what the difference between kinky and horny is? <laughs> and yeah, I was like, his aunt. Uh, He's like, what? what? <laughs> and she says, well, kinky is using a feather. Horny is using the whole chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know what to say. So I just went immediately back to washing the dishes in the kitchen. I was like, okay. <laughs> But it stuck with me. I remember he, what she was wearing. He tells I that joke all the time. Like how, how 
It's really funny. How bright the lights were in the kitchen. I remember who is at the house party. I remember the music that was on. Nana Mascuri, which I don't even want to get into. But so like, French. It's so burned into my brain. This one moment where I was like, eh, my aunt's a pretty hip chick. She's funny. You know? She's it's, funny. It's she really she funny. threw me a zinger. And I appreciate it even more as an adult now oh, because yeah, I'm like, when do you spring a dirt? Anyways. I mean, the answer's really I hijacked your story never. again. But also, I don't know. So anyway, I want to hear from so, you how you use a pillow. Yeah. Because... I, I showed him how I use a pillow and then he turned on his side later and had it under his shoulder. And I was like, dude, and I just put like reached kind of under, pushed it up. And I was like, you can't have it there. Like it needs to support your neck. Old habits to hard. I'm learning some new tricks. Anyway, he, he made it all the way to 45 without knowing. I didn't know. How to use a pillow. Maybe, so I thought maybe you maybe wanted the pillow up, kind of you... put it in this general area <laughs> and then you laid on it or lay on it, whatever. Turns out you don't wad the pillow up. You don't stack them on top of each other and put one underneath your back. Why would you do that? I, that sounds so uncomfortable. Well, here's something you do. And I, I was like, that is, you put one between your knees. I didn't know that. Well, yeah, it helped it, because my knees knocked together, the the bones and it No, hurts. but it feels amazing to put a pillow between your knees. Yeah. There's pillows you can buy specifically just for that, like just knees. But I I, I just get the longer Why would you pillow. need a pillow for your knees? Because they knock together. It's oh. not comfortable. Okay. Also, it allows your hips to not be like, all yeah. Night. Well, anyways, more comfortable so that me. was the first time. And that's why I went to you the second time saying, oh, and you said, oh, yeah, because I did get you another long pillow. So you have one between mm -hmm. your knees, too. Is that a my pillow? No, we haven't bought a my pillow. Our favorite pillow is Coop. C-O-O-P. I don't know if it's co-op. Coop. I think it's Coop. <laughs> I flew the Coop. And that's and then when the chicken flew the Coop, well, it's got uh, this foam they plucked in all it. the feathers and put it in the There's no feathers in the, in the pillow. That's the nice thing. It's, it's hypoallergenic oh, right. yeah. and it has like these little foam bits and they give you extra fill, but I had to take a ton of fill out of mine in order to make it, because you have to take it out to make it work for you. So it's you're perfectly lay measured on it. for you. Kind of. Yeah. You kind of, you pull it out and put it in, blah, blah, blah. Again, this is not a sponsored deal. No, this but I really like straight them. Straight up. And they're, I mean, pillows are kind of expensive in general, but this one, I think they're $60 or 45. Anyway, it was totally mm. worth it. I liked it. Wonderful. Or I like it so yeah. much that I was borrowing yours when you weren't around. When was I never not around? He's lying because we never are apart. Well, no, but I, I would I would use it in the bedroom. How I, dare I, you? How dare you? Shame. If you're Shame. using your spouse's pillows, that's fine. <laughs> right? That's part of the deal. I get to touch oh, your that's pillows part anytime of the deal. I want. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, God. Sean, he's a real rapscallion, isn't he? We've been stuck in this house for too yeah. long, you guys. Uh, at my funeral, everyone's going to be rocking out. It's going to be a good party. And then why would you even, start, why would that even be a thing when people start talking about sean and what a guy he was you know uh what a fun person and and uh, he just made a lot of bad jokes you know that's, <laughs> that's what's, is that what you that's want what on I'll your headstone for. yeah he, he, he was, was a nice a guy, guy but he made a lot of made bad a, jokes made a lot of bad jokes yeah okay. all right oh uh you know what yeah. happened this week what happened sorry did we finish the story about uh the pillows yeah I no think so. about claire danes and yeah, that was a storage locker. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I like her as an actress, and um, I still hate the show. The show is a little much for me. I'm <sighs> not sure where it's going. Every time she does stuff, I'm like, "Why are you doing that?" It's like constantly watching. And then they on pull a you loop. back in. But it's constantly on a loop of like that part in a scary movie where the girl runs back into the house, and you're like, "Why the fuck are you running back into <laughs> in the fact, house?" She ran back into the she place did, where... but she does it all the time. They say, "Don't go in there," mm -hmm. and yet she does it. 
Oh, you know what happened? Frustrated. Um, someone sent in fan art, which was awesome. Oh, yes. Uh, Rick and Mo- we've didn't been we Rick and Mortified. About, didn't we talk about that last week? No, yeah, I don't we think did. So. Did we? Yeah, the cheesiest cheese, not the cheesiest cheese, and a shit ton of brownies. Goodness gracious! So we we've only had it. one fan art. It was Iris. <laughs> Iris did it. She did a good job. Or no, we've. I think we've had two actually. There was the other one that we were like cartoon. Anyways, if you have any drawings, oh, yes, so, that is the second one. I would actually be uh, interested in seeing any fan art. So if you don't have any uh, drawing skills. Maybe just uh, draw a stick figure, Sean and Katie, you know? That's about as good as I can do. So I, know, me I too. respect that. So if you want to do it, send it in. We'll. Uh... Do we have any questions? Oh, we do have questions. Okay, let's get into it. Would you like to? Uh... Uh, sure, it doesn't matter. There you okay. go. <clears throat> Let you. Okay, Hannah, we got your question. It says, Katie and Sean, I'm loving your new podcast. I've been following Katie's channel for a while, so it's fun to learn about the non-clinical side of y'all. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. During one of your podcasts, you were talking about cocoa floss. Yes. Oh, my God. And holy crap, that shit is a game changer. I 100% agree. Cocoa floss High is five the best. It is. Thanks for the info. Um, so here's my question. Have you ever done a complete 180 in your life? For the past five years, I've been a teacher, but have become very unhappy. So I've decided to go back to school to become a dental hygienist. Hence my interest in the cocoa floss. I'm at peace with my decision, but still get huge waves of fear and anxiety knowing that I'm uprooting my entire career. Am I overreacting? Thanks for the awesome randomness and references to the office. I'll take this question for $500. <laughs> yes. Um, what no, is? You, totally. You know what? Life's short. No, she's asking, have you ever? Oh, I haven't. Are you kidding me? I'm terrified of making a change. Um, That's a but lie. I think you should jump and do it. And She already is. Oh, well, there you go. I've never done Were it. Were you listening? Yeah, I you're was. not listening. <laughs> <laughs> you're not listening. Her question is: Have you ever done a complete 180 in your life? And then oh. she says, "Last five years, been a teacher, but she's decided to go back to school to become a dental hygienist." Well, I applaud your. She's uh, at peace with her decision, decision, but she has huge weird waves of fear and anxiety. Mm. Am I overreacting? I don't think so. I think okay. you're just. Uh, I've never done it uh, that I can think of. Nothing drastic, but. Um, I think it's normal and yeah. you're going to be okay. And if you're unhappy at your job, I think I hear from too many people that they've been unhappy at their job for their whole life and they just cannot wait to retire. And I'm like, dude, we spend too much time at our work to not enjoy it. And I don't it. think that's a 180. I think that's just a job change. Just a, Yeah. But, but I do understand the fear and anxiety. And the only way I can relate to this is um, because I uh, quit my full-time job to do YouTube more full-time and we were broke. Oh yeah, when a decision doesn't pan out, you make a, a life change. And Thank I didn't God mean- to my Patreon patrons. Yeah, I was like, ah, I jumped out. I'd saved like twenty thousand dollars or something, and that goes fast, you guys. I know that sounds like a lot of money. I thought it was a lot of money. Uh, no, when you don't make any money, if your yeah. if your whole <laughs> whole salary is twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> I sure am glad that people started watching the channel because uh, I was a little nervous for a while. But. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't do what I was doing anymore. It was yeah. crazy. But and I so faith. those waves of fear and anxiety are completely normal. I definitely felt that way. Um, but I think the the important thing is that like the light at the end of the tunnel, I guess, like hopefully stay. it's not a train, but he's the worst. But you're keeping you're like you keep the faith that you made the good, a right decision because if you're not happy in that job, we spend too many hours each week to keep doing it. And I, I was scared for a year, yeah, two years. Um, but I knew I would never want to go back to that job. So even if you don't like you're, you're jumping from real career to real career. I was jumping from real career to the unknown. And so that fear, I think lasted a lot longer than it 
possibly would for you. So I guess um, you're not overreacting. It's very normal. I think just stay in the course and knowing that it will get better is, is what's important. I, you know, I mean, if you don't make that change, you just, that's why Katie gets paid to be a therapist and I <laughs> get paid to make fart jokes because I just can't, uh, no, I don't even get paid for that. All right. That's a, a good answer. Um, good answer. It's like family feud. Good answer. All right. Next question. My name is Shade. Uh-huh. Hi, Shade. I watch Hi. your podcast weekly and love it. I've lived in three very different states in the last five years due mm-hmm. to my job and travel frequently for work. Us too. I love what I do, but feel torn between not being closer to home and mm-hmm. seeing my family more and enjoying my career. I'm single and live alone. I tend to get quite emotional after a, a new move, as it often means I will have to be intentional with making new friends again mm-hmm. to avoid feeling isolated, lonely, and this can be exhausting. Yeah. The Meetup app has been uh, <clears throat> helpful, but deep connection can sometimes be hard to make when moving so often. Mm-hmm. Can you offer any tips on how to manage slash cope when the feelings of being homesick creep in? Thank mm. you. Thanks, Shade. Yeah. I'm going to pass this one, off, <laughs> this one off to Katie. Um, You're not answering any questions. I'm helping. Are you listening? Um, I am. I think a home, I used to be super homesick. I mean, I don't move. We don't move all the time. We travel a lot. And so it is hard to find time for friends and everything like that. And I definitely was homesick when I came to college. And I do still get homesick. Like, But it's home for Washington. Like, I need to see my grandma and my mom and stuff. Um I think the my best advice is to keep doing what you're doing. I think it's good that you're being intentional about making friends. You're getting out there. I like personally um, enjoy like, I mean, right now it's a little different because the COVID's got us locked up. But I used to just love chatting with people at my local Starbucks, my yoga studio, and like all the things that I already enjoy doing and do on the regular. It's nice to make friends that way. Be social, be social often. Yeah. But then I think, an added thing because you move all the time is those will, those can be great friends and like you can make friends that way. But I think it's, it's keeping in touch with people that you have true connection with, regardless of whether you're in their area. If you already travel a lot for work, my guess is you have a shit ton of miles and you'll be able to go visit people when you have vacation or for long weekends. I think making the connections that are important to you a priority so that you can fit that into your life is where you'll really feel better. Um, and making time to go home and all that stuff. Sounds good. Thanks for the question. Okay, you're, you're answering the next one no matter what it is. <clears throat> oh, sorry. It says, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I don't have a problem with this um, with this comment or question because what I'm going to tell you what I think it is in advance of reading mm, it because mm. I read it and I was like, is this fucking for real? And I think and it's a joke, right? Think it's a joke, but I think inside <laughs> the joke, Mm-hmm. is um, someone has an honest question, okay? Okay. But they fr- because we're, we're, we take ourselves very uh, not seriously, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're just goofing around yeah. on this podcast. So I think someone is vibing with us and they wrote their question in the form of uh, a joke. Okay? A joke, a skit, or what is yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Okay. I'll, I'll read it to you and okay. it'll make more read sense. But anyways, I, so I read it and I was like, what the hell is this? And I laughed and I also think there's a question. Okay. okay. Okay, I'm listening. Hey, Katie, my name's Adam. Uh, I'm 34 years old and still a virgin. To give this context, I have to tell you my background, which I'll keep as short and direct as possible. I was born with an extremely rare genetic disorder called centaurism. It's a condition in which the lower half of my body is that of a horse with my human 
torso mounted upright on top. I was viciously bullied in my child and teen years, and I've developed PTSD from it. Mm -hmm. School was a nightmare. The other kids would hear me clip-clopping down the hall. <laughs> Do centaurs and, really exist? And, or is it only in magic cards? And would verbally abuse me. Hey, Adam, you're such an ass. <laughs> we, we, we need to put a bell on him. <laughs> Quit horsing around, etc., uh, etc. Et mm -hmm. They were ruthless. Mm -hmm. Things would get uh, even physical at times, taping flutes to my car, stuffing hay in my locker, and yanking on my tail. Things have not improved with time. It's hard to do normal things such as driving because the steering wheel uh, does not fit in the crevice of my hooves, thus making driving very clumsy and often dangerous. I'm incredibly lonely. I crave companionship, but I can't even find women who will talk to me, let alone date me. The worst thing is the effect on my sex life, which doesn't exist. I'm extremely self-conscious and have performance anxiety. I was close to having a sexual encounter from Tinder last week, but the moment came and I gathered the courage to take my pants off. She took one look at my furry erection, freaked out, jumped out of the window, fell two stories down on top of a car and died on impact. This is the third time it has happened. How do I overcome <laughs> this? Th sorry, the third time. So, <laughs> third time's a charm, dude. Someone uh, jumps out the window and kills himself. <laughs> do you think it's possible to ever find someone? If so, where can I find her? Okay. Okay. So you see what I'm saying? Where yes. like the dude, I think the centaurism is a joke, but the real thing has happened. Like yeah, the bullying and the, the body dysmorphia and the, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's your, your answer. Cause I answered the other well, two. Well, it said, Hey Katie at the so, beginning of it. So. Um, I don't think I'm equipped to answer this question. Uh, first of all, I don't know much about horses, so that's a little tricky. Um, never really grew up around them, but I think. <laughs> As if his question has anything to do with horses. Yeah. It says right there. It's all about the horses. I don't mm. know. I, I really don't know what the answer to that is. I, I don't have advice because I think I'm fortunate that I've led not a sheltered life, but like not one of severe um, things to, to I, I've well, never you had have your any, own issues with your body image. How do you combat yeah, that? I, I don't have any uh, things that held me back, let's say, um, in any great way. I, things have been pretty easy. Mm -hmm. and, and for that, I'm very fortunate. Do you know what I mean? Um, what I think works, mm -hmm. uh, whenever I've, I've felt really uncomfortable is knowing that like everyone has something, um, mm -hmm. and most people, not all people, some people are complete tools, but most people have compassion and empathy. So yeah. that's you, a good, yeah, I yeah agree. you got to find people who are understanding. And so, mm -hmm. So many people can be vapid, but they're not completely vapid, if that makes sense. So you, you just have to connect with people in the right circumstance. Um, well, and I think, I mean. I'm doing a horrible job of well, answering. Well, it's like, but okay. But you know so, what I mean? Like, Okay, so this centaurism is, you know, I'd assume it's a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a, that's not a half man, half human. Uh, I mean, half horse, half man. This is somebody who, who I think has some issue. Oh, has and a that, has body dysmorphic disorder potentially? Yeah, there's something going on. There. Um, and I think I, unless I think, you are a centaur, and if so, I want to see pictures because it's I didn't a, think a it mythical creature. Yeah, no, it's, it's a, a mythical, mythical creature. creature. That's why it like it exists exist in magic cards. I mean, but I think the thing, the issue is like uh, finding, like being confident enough to engage in any kind of intimacy with someone else. Mm. And I think that part of it is just like how you talk to yourself about it, because if we've been bullied for a long time, there can be a lot of like PTSD. I think they said they had PTSD. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. So you can have a lot of PTSD like symptoms. Uh, yeah. PTSD. Um, so getting treatment for that, seeing a therapist, uh, hopefully if you can find a tra trauma specialist and there's talk space and better help online right now. Um, but then the homework that you're going to have to do alongside therapy is noticing the conversation you have with yourself about how you are in relationships, because um, there's nothing like confidence is the number one thing. It's going to get you to so many places. It's going to, it's going to mean that you're going to be engaging in better and healthier relationships because the thing about being unconfident, a lot of people always ask me like, Hey, this always seems to happen to me. And like Sean said, most people are good, but there are some fucking assholes out there who seek out those of us that are a little bit downtrodden and not doing so well. And then they uh, take advantage of that. And so we really want to change the conversation you have with yourself so that you slowly learn to love who you are, appreciate the things about yourself, and then think about relationships. It's like one thing first, then relationships, because romantic relationships are just an add-on. We don't, like, it, it should be down the line. Does that make sense? It does. And as you can tell, she's the smart one, and I'm the, <laughs> um, the loud one. All right. You have to talk more nicely to yourself. I just I had a whole diatribe about that. No, it's hello. But I, I, I think hello. that's a great answer. You're not listening. I think we handled that one properly. Uh -huh. I, but I also appreciate that uh, that they wrote it that the way. The jokeness, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, you're cool. I, I dig you. I don't know who you are, centaur. But you're very but, creative. Yeah. I appreciate the creativity. Yep. Okay. okay the next one, I'll answer this one as well. Um, as well as if you. <laughs> <laughs> I just bring you in for the heavy stuff. And, the rest of it, I'll do a joke around and okay. bat my eyelashes at the camera, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. flirt with uh, the open. Okay. Uh, hello, Kitty and Sean. I hope all is well. I've been enjoying your podcast. I was curious if you have a favorite quote from the office mm -hmm. and if so, why? Thanks for entertaining me and others during isolation. Many thanks, Chloe. All right, Chloe Dancer. Um, I have a favorite. Do you? You're going to answer? Do you have a favorite? It? Finally, she's going to answer a question. Oh, I know. I'm such a slacker. All right. What's your favorite quote? Do you have one? Real quick, and I don't know if I'll get the quote right, but uh, it's when they're doing office safety and they're all upstairs in the mm -hmm. uh, in the office and they're gathered around and Kelly calls Patrice O'Neill, which is one of my favorite He's, comedians of all time. Uh, yeah. Patrice O'Neill, if you don't know, is the... He's uh, passed the, away, unfortunately. Yeah, it's really sad. But, but he works in the warehouse. Anyways, he's, he's also a heavyset dude. And he's a big dude. I thought a, he was shorter than he was. No, he's a big dude. And he's so he's big. standing leaning against the counter. And uh, Kelly says, um, she calls him a sea monster. She goes, uh, uh, you know, uh, what I about I you, forget, sea monster? I forget how it starts, yeah. Because he says, Michael, that's fat butt disease. Yeah, you got fat butt disease. And she's like, that. you're, you're called. She's you're, like, you're, knock it off, sea monster or something. Exactly. He's a big guy. And he says, I'll bet you'd like to get with this sea monster, wouldn't you? <laughs> it's, it, I'm doing a horrible job of explaining, but it's the way he says. Yeah, he says, I, I bet, bet you'd like you. to swim with this sea monster. That's and it. And then she goes, Ryan, you, she turns to Ryan. She's like, Ryan, and he, Ryan goes, and he goes, you tell your woman, like there's this <laughs> argument and Ryan turns to Kelly and he's like, shh. Because <laughs> yeah, Ryan's Patrice like a little. A giant Ryan's Ryan's like, like a teeny guy. <laughs> Anyways, so funny. I bet you'd like to swim with this sea monster. It's great. I it's love so it. so good. The way he delivers it. Yeah. So good. Okay, that was my. Okay, my favorite quote is uh, Ke Kevin says it and he says, uh, it's Valentine's Day is the episode and they're sitting in a circle and they're talking about things and he says, um, they're like, oh, I thought you were getting married to Stacy and he's like, no, Stacy, we, we broke up. And then they cut to him and he's 
he just I think it's just to camera in that little space. And he's like, I said, but I said the Eagles might finally clinch the NFC East. And she said, we're done. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Michael. Yeah. It's just so. Thanks for bringing up The Office. We hadn't talked about it in a while. That's so good. (sighs) That's good. Mike, are there any other quotes? There's so many quotes, but we're not going to. One more. One more quote is safety training. Yeah. When they're on the roof. And Michael, it's just Michael and Dwight, and they're on the roof. And and Michael's like, these. If we keep doing these uh, dry runs, I forget what he calls them. I'm like, I'm I'm gonna lose. They're not going so well, so I'm not gonna be able to do this. So let's just stop and let's get this together, or whatever. Dwight and, and Michael Dwight, are on the roof of the of the. And building. Dwight's like, uh, I don't know what makes him. He's like, you need me to pump you up or something. And he starts da- jumping around the roof, and he's like, he he air guitars, and he's like, Nino Nino Nino, Nino Nino Nino, Michael is awesome, jumping off the roof, bouncing on the bouncy thing, and rip a hole in the sun. Nino 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 is <laughs> so fucking funny. It's great. It gets me every Rain time. Rain Wilson's epic. He's so good. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrick Starr was on Instagram with Rain Wilson today, and I was so jealous. I was you green know. with envy. You know Rain Wilson's uh, business partner. Um, oh, true. They started Soul Pancake together. Right, He's true. so nice. He's I didn't so nice. know. Maybe Rain has seen your stuff. Oh, my God. I would die. I know. Rain, <sighs> if you're watching, which you probably are. <laughs> probably. Um, probably not. We're done. Okay. Next question. <laughs> uh, should I? Like, I mean, I know we're. What are we coming up on here? Oh, it's an hour 30. We're good. We're good. We can just plow through these, right? How many more? Two? Three? One. Two, two and a half, two and three quarters. No, uh, there's three. Okay, I'll, let's I'll do, do those quickly. and then we'll call it, we'll okay. wrap it up. Um, hey, Kitty and Sean, sorry about my English. It's my first language. Really? <laughs> you sound like a Canadian. No, I'm just um, I meant because I'm reading it. Did they say it's my first language or it's not? It is your birthday. Um, no, it's my first language. Mm. Are you trying to hurt my feelings? Sorry, that's a quote Oh, too. you know what? They're being funny. They're being funny. That's Shit. why I was like, you read it off so deadpan and I was like, wait. Did you misread it? Because I think yeah. that's funny. Sometimes I read the words, but I don't take any <laughs> information in. You ever do that when you're reading a book and you're like, fuck, I have to read the paragraph again? <laughs> Shit. What was that lesson? I don't even know what they're talking about. You, what is this book? You, okay. Your your eyes go on autopilot. Your brain goes somewhere else like grocery shopping or it's You think weird. about grocery shopping? All the time. You don't? You never grow. I do most of the ordering. I know, but I think about it. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Touche. Maybe okay. I'm just hungry. Okay. It's probably true. We should be. We should eat some. <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry about my English. It's my first language. See? Okay. Uh, I thought so. Loving your podcast and have a couple of questions. Um, I'm just going to skip down to. Are you um, reading theirs or are you skipping? Well, there's like four questions inside of it. So. Well, here, just read them off. Okay. Um, come on, Sean. Okay. Yeah. Here it is. Uh, I'm 23 okay. and I recently broke up with my boyfriend of nearly four years. Ooh, I'm sorry. Pre-quarantine, laughing my ass off, comma, <laughs> January. How long do you reckon you need to wait to start getting to know other people? Mm. Or do you think it matters? Not that I'm going on any dates anytime soon. Ha 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 ha. Big gloves, Shay. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Shay. Hi, Shay. Hello. Um, I, I don't think there's a certain amount of time. I think it's when you know you're ready. I do believe that we should be okay being alone. So I think it's important for us to have some period of time where we're by ourselves. But I mean, you've been pre-quarantined for a few months. I don't know. What do you think? Shave your legs and get out there. Okay, cool. Why <laughs> does she have to shave her legs? Well, because it's quarantine. To? I'm pretty sure no one's shaving 
You're shaving. I'm shaving. That's true. Well, I'm barely shaving. That's true. Like I go like a week and a half. And My I'm eyebrows like, need to be shaved, I yeah. think. <laughs> They're getting out of control. <laughs> I had to like comb them into place today. I was like, oh no, oh that's long. Uh, oh no. Yeah, you you know it's a good feeling. Hmm. Um not and I ha- think this is not having eyebrows? No, but you you've talked about this before you're like yeah you, you pull your eyebrows out i'm like what i don't pull my eyebrows out but i noticed the other day i went like this and there was this one that just felt because you have a scar and i it's because you have a scar i pulled it and i was like oh it was satisfying it was like a different hair texture mm-hmm. what is that that's called in uh, my eyebrow no okay stop doing that you said because, it's a, no you said it's a scar well you have a scar there and sometimes i can make a hair stick out differently oh. or a thicker hair However, what you're describing it should be over is here, trichotillomania. Not, I don't have trichotillomania. They say, for those of you who have it or know someone who does, do they not describe it as the hair, one hair just feels different and I have to pull it out. And then it's Listen, so satisfying. I'm not going to have You just asked me. And that is the answer. He yeah. nervously pulls on his eyebrows all the time. I wonder how many people do that. A lot. Is it a bad, like. It's an anxiety disorder. Oh. It's very common. People just don't realize it. The only thing is the extreme cases when we struggle to keep hair on our head and it's like bald patches. It's usually girls that have a tough, tough time because they can't shave their head like that. Um, yeah. So sounds like it. Okay. What's this is about other people's questions. I didn't. Well, you were the one that brought it up. All right. But anyway, I think the answer Shay is that if you feel ready, then you're ready. But as long as you're okay being alone, we're not, we don't need somebody in our life. We want somebody. Perfect. Love mm-hmm. it. What's the next one? Because um, I got to This pee. one's from you no- better speed Natalie. She says, if you could eat one thing for the rest of your life mm. uh, and you stayed healthy regardless, what would it be? Mm. Um, yeah. Chicken cheese steak sandwiches. Ooh, good one. Mine would be unlimited amounts of lasagna because it covers oh. all the food groups or all the stuff I like anyways. Uh, <laughs> next one, because you have to pee. Um, this mm. one's from Michaela it's Drust. Like lightning round. She mm. says, my question is, what are both your thoughts on people who get angered Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> what are both your thoughts on people who get engaged or married after only being together for a few months? Mm. Do you be lo- uh, believe in love at first sight? No, I don't. Do you believe in magic? Like Michael Scott style? No, yeah. I don't at all. Yeah, I believe in infatuation or uh, obsession or lust at first sight. Yeah. But true, true relationships, true connection, true love um, exists outside of that. You have to be able to, I think... Um, you at least need to be dating a year or two before you get engaged or married or whatever, because you have to be able to see them go through like cycles of life and be able to weather storms together and know how they manage everything from finance. You be able, you need to be able to talk about sex together. You need to be able to talk about finances together. Also, um, people can keep it together for short periods of oh, time. Oh yeah, you can hide you your crazy. You have to watch the data points of when they're getting crazy, <laughs> and and if you're around someone for, I think it takes over a year in today's time yeah possibly even two to five years is i think the sweet spot to know someone long enough to get married mm-hmm. any earlier than one year you run the risk oh, yeah. of friends, not knowing what that person people does get divorced with their boogers with what uh, their boogers how often do they change their toothbrush uh these are such weird topics. do they put plates underneath the bed that you know they, there's what? dry food on it you know like, why are these the things you're worried about i'm talking about do was, they have a lot of credit card debt Oh, Do yeah, they like that, weird stuff in sex that you don't like? Or I find not all that sex? out. Like, we have to know. You're worried about plates under the bed? Like, those are easy behavioral changes. Hmm. <laughs> Were 
were you like, hey, I don't like that you leave food in the bedroom. The rats have started coming around. Do they chew their toenails? You know, those fucking people exist out there. There's weird people. You got to observe the other person. Okay, Sean's... Also, I agree with you about the finance. <laughs> <laughs> the main reasons people divorce. Yeah. Sex and money. And then all of that, then it's communication styles. You need to make sure that you're able to communicate with your spouse about difficult like topics. Yeah, okay. Which I think we've learned over the the course of our relationship because we had to. You know, you you're you're forced Well, you're to, married, so you kind of Well, no, but before to. that, we dated for 5 years. Mm-hmm. Which was that, great. I thought it was perfect. I thought it was a little long. That's fine. I mean, um, I think after like two years, two and a half years, I was like, I want to marry you. I knew that. Yeah, I was in the same boat, but I was a big chicken shit. Okay, next question. (laughs) Question for the big chicken. Okay, I think Mm -hmm. that's all the questions. Oh, no. Yeah, no. You said there were three and then one had four and I'm not, I don't feel like we've answered all the questions. I'm not a strong reader. Um, Oh, uh, should I look at the more serious note? Oh, no, we read that one. Um, I've got them all. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're, Thank you for sending in your she questions. Said, We're done. <laughs> <laughs> I know you have to pee. And I with do that really said, bad. Why you gotta um, rip it? Because the show's rip over. Rip it good. Dun, dun, if you have questions, dun, feel free to send them in. We'll try and read them better. I'm, I'm trying to get better it's at this. Opinions at katiemorton.com. That's where you send them. Um, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks yeah. for being a part of our community. Send fan art in. Hang yeah, out with us. Yeah, we would love that. We definitely talk in the in the comments quite a bit. Um, and Katie, you're in there. I get in there sometimes. Yeah, you're pretty funny. I, I'm in the comments? Yeah, well, I sign it as you. I like to make armpit fart noises too. Signed, Katie. <laughs> oh, Jesus. If it doesn't come from my channel, then it's not me. Imposter. <gasps> you're an imposter. All right. Okay. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I really...